1: On SENSA, welcome to the Sandful Show.
2: Fierce Rivalries, nothing beats the Host Plus Sandful League.
1: Jared Walsh and Dan Menzel here as we are building up to a brilliant final series in the Host Plus Sandful W League. Fierce Rivalries, nothing beats. Central's playing Norwood this weekend in the prelim final after the Redlegs got a win against the Double Blues by six points. We are lucky enough to be joined by the head coach of Norwood, Brad Snell. Good morning to you, Brad. Uh, you continue marching through the finals, which I'm sure pleases you. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Yeah, no, we're absolutely
2: ecstatic. I'm really excited to still be playing footy at this time of year.
0: Now, Brad, I just want to talk about uh, your game on the weekend. Uh, a really impressive win uh, to get up by a goal. You, you've lost the close ones this year, unfortunately. And so, uh, does that come into the thinking in terms of the planning and the training that the girls have done and how you perform in the close matches?
2: Uh, yeah, I was really proud of them. Like, they dug deep. The conditions were. Pretty average. Um, South Adelaide Oval held up really well, but the conditions were yeah were poor, so it was never going to be a, a, a five-goal win. So yeah, they they dug really deep, and yeah, I think it's been well publicised that we've lost five losses have all been under a goal. So I think if nothing else, you review those and you learn lots. And I thought that came came through in that last um, five minutes.
0: It certainly did, and the defence was huge for the Norwood girls on the weekend. You lost the inside fifty count, thirty-three to nineteen, but still won the game. So you come up against the Dogs, who are the number one ranked offense in the women's league. How do you stop them from
2: scoring? Yeah, our defense, like the first part of the question, the defense has been huge all year. Like our, our scores against the second in the league, whilst our scores for, I think we're second and two central. So um, we know we can we can reduce the scores of other teams and um, we can also score the other way. So I think it's a matter of just being our best at that this week. Um, I think last time we played and we kept them to three goals until five minutes to go when they kick two and won the game. But uh, I think we're confident we can um, work as a 16 unit on the field to defend the ground really well and score back the other way. We've we've got um, Lishman back into our forward line who was last year's leading goal kicker, It's her third game back from an ankle and she's starting to move really well. So, yeah, we're really confident we can get them the other way as well.
1: Having a look uh, back at the the past couple of seasons for the team, um, premiers in 2017 and runners-up as well, has the, the squad changed dramatically? I mean, when you get to finals like this, you want to have a, a lot of finals experience with a mix of the excitement of, of youth too. So have you noticed a, a really nice balance heading into this weekend with past experience and, of course, um, the, the younger players?
2: Yeah, it was probably something that I thought of a bit last week. Sturt were a lot more experienced than us lot like there. Um, Average number of games for their midfield, um, other than Rashid, was a lot higher. Um, I think we're 19 to 16 year olds in there, but um, I think that's the talent coming through across the comp. So it's a hard one. I think the women's comp at the moment, I think our team's pretty similar to most teams with a really good mix of young ones and then you know our skipper, Ali Ferrell, in her 30s, but it just adds so much. So um, I, I, I think the squad as a whole is pretty similar over the last couple of years. I was midfield coach last year and um, we only had two girls, you know, leave the group uh, to other clubs and we brought in a fair bit of talent. So, um, yeah, fairly similar and a good mix of youth and more experienced girls through there.
0: Now, Brad, I want to take you back to last time you took on Centrals at at Convenience Oval. It was round three. You lost by two points. It meant that you your team was zero and three. So did you envisage that you'd potentially be at this point of the season after that really tough start?
2: Yeah, I probably, I probably wasn't thinking finals. I was probably thinking, when can we get our first win? Um <laughs> No, we we were still really confident as a grew how we we're playing. Like we'd lost to North who were last year's premiers, we'd lost by like two points and then um South and Central, so we who we thought were pretty good, we didn't know they were gonna be the top two teams. So looking back now, we'd seem silly to be panicking and we certainly weren't at that time. I remember my midfield coach saying to me, um, I think it's a good we lost that and I sort of looked at him and if you've got to be kidding, and he, he said, No, I think it'll we'll learn better and I think he was right. We've learned. since then we've We've won eight of our last 10. So um, maybe it was a blessing in disguise. We reviewed really hard. We did lots of match similar and we close finishes. And I think it's starting to pay for itself. So maybe it was a good thing.
1: What's it been like for you, Brad? You're a teacher too. So as a father of daughters, I love the idea that you have the ability to teach young women, which also has its challenges in itself. But how have you found your time being the head coach of the Red Legs and your kind of personal growth of leading this team?
2: Yeah, I feel really lucky. Like oh, I've um, I've been in girls' education for fifteen years. So um, last time I taught boys was sixteen years ago. in Port Augusta as a twenty-two year old. So um, I'm very familiar with coaching and teaching young women. Um, yeah, they just the work ethic and how much effort they put in. I just yeah, I really hope that SA and Australian supporters start taking notice of how good these young women are and how hard they how hard they work because they deserve you know, so much credit for the way they're growing the game. And um, I speak to my captain, Allie, um Ferrell, a lot about she was there right at the start when, you know, women's footy, you know, people didn't watch it. And, and now the standard level it's coming to, um, yeah, I'm just really proud to be a small part of that.
0: Brad, 8 from 10, it's a great form line. Let's hope that that stands out this weekend and all the best in the preliminary final against the Central District Football Club.
2: Thanks very much. Thanks for the call.
1: Brad Snell joining us on the Sandful Show. Fierce rivalries. Nothing beats the Host Plus Sandful League. Speaking of centrals, we are going to speak to one of the doggies next in Jez McLennan, who has an incredible story. And look, one of the things I'm looking forward to speaking to Jez about with his AFL experience with the Suns, like what's the feeling like as being part of that AFL system? And we're we're not exposed too much to what happens on the Gold Coast and being part of that system, because everything would feel new for the players going up there where probably they're thinking the, the lifestyle is going to be nice and relax, but you can see they're building a pretty solid football club in the AFL system.
0: They are. You've jumped ahead again here, Walshie, because one of my questions for Jez was the Gold Coast. Are they heading in the right direction? Mm. Uh, because it's a great point. You go up there, it's it's not as well known as all the other footy clubs and they've had their challenges. So it'd be interesting to see what Jez reckons.
1: I know. And do you get to go to like Ripley's, believe it or not, <laughs> or do you get a free ticket to all the theme Wild. <laughs> that would be amazing. So uh, we will do that next. Also not too far away, Dan mentals power rankings. And our tips for round eight is in the host plus stand for league, nothing beats it.